Bonjour amigos, welcome back to the fishbowl. I'm only Bob Van Dyne. Although today I had this uh, fantasy that had a much better name, that my name was Bobby Lamagia Van Dyne. Lamagia, the magic. Wouldn't that be great if everyone called me that? But they won't. <laughs> they definitely won't. Thank you for the uh, hot lead, Fishby, over there on the uh, bass guitar. Going to take a little different tact on today's podcast, and we'll see how it goes. Maybe it works, maybe it won't. We'll find out together. Yesterday, I left with one question for today, and that question is, what the fuck is Tucker Carlson's agenda? And that really spun around my brain for, uh, for quite a while, so I think we'll just We'll just riff on, uh, on Tucker Carlson for a few minutes, if that's, if that's all right by you. I will offer this uh, preface, however, <laughs> caveat, whatever, whatever word in the thesaurus makes you comfortable. Um, but especially coming out of COVID and especially consuming as much media as I do over the course of a week. And just being out in public more so than anything. Now so more than ever. In this divided red-blue country, whatever the fuck. The way we talk about politics and the way we talk about each other has never been more important. I know in the past of this podcast, there have been times where I have been very sharp and very critical and very acerbic in order to make some points. And sometimes I, I'm the first one to say sorry, but I... Not near as bad as a lot of people that do this. That said, what the fuck is Dr. Carlson's agenda? I've been watching for a while now, trying to trying to catch up. It's the most popular political show in the in the country. My immediate response is, and my humble response is, I don't know for for sure. I don't know, but I feel like there like there's something there. He's not dumb. He has a very <laughs> punchable face. Uh, shout out to uh, Mr. and Mrs. Jost. Uh, that was the title of Colin Jost's book. A very punchable face. Uh, Tucker has one too. Uh, not dumb. However, I do think because his entire life he's been surrounded by privilege and comfort, like he was born on a fucking yacht, right? I think he's blind to his own cultural biases and often, and I mean really often, lacks empathy. He says some stuff that my jaw just drops. Like he'll often mock, like openly mock still to this day, like long after it's happened, the murder of George Floyd. He mocks George Floyd as a drug addicted felon and not a big deal. And then he will go on to proselytize and make a whole fucking Tucker Carlson documentary about the glory of Kyle Rittenhouse. But the murder of George Floyd, that who fucking cares? Not a big deal. Just another dead drug addict. Tucker Carlson loves to cast shame on other political commentators, 
might even say the same thing about me, even though I wouldn't consider myself a political commentator. For a, quote, lack of self-awareness. Loves to attack motherfuckers for a lack of self-awareness. And then he will proceed to boast that himself and his show, like one of their guiding principles, their North Star, Mike Pence, is to be a sworn enemy of smugness. A small, a, excuse me, a sworn enemy of fucking smugness. Meanwhile, completely not self-aware to know that his show is one of the more smug shows in the history of television. So I think he's blind to us. And we all are to, to some degree, but I think this is where Tucker Carlson falls short. Thinking real deeply, like if he does have an agenda or if there's... It, it, Maybe agenda is the wrong word, although I'm not sure. But he for sure has a theme. There, there's some guiding principles there. And I'm pretty sure it's not, it's not Black Lives Matter. That's for goddamn sure. Perhaps affluent white lives matter, especially men. Like if there was an affluent white lives matter bracelet, like he, you know, he might buy that for a dollar. And then I also think, and this is true just because the Fox News, all news audiences are older. Fox News is especially old and especially white, just demographically speaking. So a large segment of his audience were kids during the 1960s civil rights movement. And likely raised by parents who really didn't like the 1960s civil rights movement. So that's his audience. Likes to scare them. That the waspy, uh, uh, white Anglo-Saxon utopia that never really existed except in the imagination and imagination of nostalgia. But this utopia, this waspy utopia, is being destroyed. The white folks are being put upon by an evil cabal of minorities. They're all in on it. The Democratic politicians loves to talk about, like everyone on the right, a boogeyman named George Soros. And then he very deliberately taps into the psychology of his audience of fear, nostalgia, and grievance. And if you can do that psychologically to your audience, yeah, they're going to come back. They're, they're going to listen. That's a strange thing. But that's also the psychology of how you manipulate people. By combining fear, nostalgia, and grievance. They're united. And they will be heard that affluent white lives matter. He also often, like I watch Tucker, so you don't have to apparently. Unless you want, it doesn't bother me. Certainly don't want to censor the man. But he goes into these weird, I mean, I'd call them like weird rants, but he's reading them off the teleprompter, so some thought went into them. 
just these strange diatribes about how the way America is and the way the world works, that the problems are and our leaders have to be like strong, aggressive, and masculine leaders are the only types of leaders that can save us. Tucker Carlson. He often refers to Democrats as, as evil, which I think is the worst part of his show. The way he villainizes those with a different political ideology. Back to my original thought that the way we talk about politics and each other has never been more important than it is now. But he loves to call the Democrats evil. As does the entire, you know, talk radio landscape and the, and the Fox News lineup, right? Thinks the Democrats have a secret agenda to flood the nation with brown immigrants to change this nation forever in swing elections. Even though Latino voters are certainly not a monolith. Doesn't matter to Tucker. Democrats are evil, secret agenda, brown people. That's all you need to know. And I'll never forget the first time he mocked the murder of George Floyd. He just mocked it. He actually pointed to the murder of George Floyd as, as the precise moment that historians will look back to as, as the fall of our great civilization. Like somehow, like that, like that was it. The day everyone in the world, like that, like watched George Floyd get fucking murdered. Like that was, that's the, de it's the end of the world as we know it, REM fans. And one of the most successful things he does, I mean, right there with, with tapping into the psychological stew of fear, nostalgia, and grievance. Everyone on Fox News, you will never hear the phrase Black Lives Matter. You'll never hear that phrase Black Lives Matter. They have, it's only BLM. It's BLM, and they never say BLM without also saying Antifa. And they must say it 50 fucking times a day still. BLM Antifa. They're the terrorists. They're the scary ones. 99% of everyone, probably more, of people that believe in the concept that, yes, black lives matter. Yes, there's some systematic shit in America that we are still ironing out. We are still in pursuit of attaining that more perfect union. There is more work to do. The violent part of those rallies, that's Antifa, and those are like weird punk rockers that got like fucking burned out on bungee jumping. You know, that, like that's their adrenaline sport is like that shit. Like the violent, like light shit on fire, destruction of public property, looting and all that shit. 
the civil rights movement, and that those things are not connected. They're not. Opportunists on the Antifa side, whatever the fuck that is, used the Black Lives Matter marches and so on as an opportunity. And Tucker Carlson and his ilk have also used his opportunity to say that Black Lives Matter equals BLM Antifa and BLM Antifa equals terrorists. Therefore, anyone that talks about equality or civil rights or criminal justice reform, they're terrorists. BLM Antifa just continues to divide. He also, <laughs> maybe this will be my last point. How long have I been? Yeah, this will probably be the last point. I'll try to keep this under 15. I forget whatever the fancy German word is for finding joy in the pain of others. But my God, he certainly enjoys that. If there's an opportunity to put a picture of Hunter Biden on the, on the screen with a you know, some kind of free base pipe hanging out of Hunter Biden's mouth. He loves it. Fucking loves it, Tucker does. This sworn enemy of smugness, right? He even mocks Hunter Biden's art. This is, this is another discussion for another day. But I actually, do I think it's worth like a quarter million dollars? No. But do I think it's like decent art that someone could sell at an art shop for... I don't know, three to eight hundred dollars. Yeah, probably. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not an art critic. But he, uh, yeah, loves the uh, loves finding joy in the pain of others. So I don't know if I quite explained what the fuck is uh, Tucker Carlson's agenda or what the fuck is his deal. And again, in this time of, I think where it's important to. Not villainize people. These are just my humble critiques from taking in a lot of his programs. I don't know him as a human being. I'm not trying to disparage him as a human being. Just a discussion of what his show is and the message he broadcasts to the masses. Maybe one day he'll invite me on that yacht and We'll chew nicotine gum together, and it'll be great. Uh, tomorrow, uh, week two, uh, we'll be talking to Timberlake. Until then, adios, amigo.